Thanks for tuning in to the hottest talk radio show around. Providing an open discussion for some of the most important social issues and trending topics today. From personal growth or spirituality to sex and relationships, no subject is ever taboo. So prepare to be empowered, enlightened, and entertained during another episode of the award-winning Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Real people, real topics, real talk. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn, and I want to thank you all for joining us tonight. My co-host, Miss Summer Rain, is going to be co-hosting. She's having a little technical difficulty, so we're going to give her uh, a few minutes to log back in. Oh, here she goes. Hello, Summer. Hello? Who's having some issues? Summer? I'm not sure what's going on. Okay, while we work on getting that done, um, how's everybody's week going? It's been a pretty good week so far. I know it's only Tuesday, but considering since the last time that we talked, let me see what's been going on. So um, I'm trying to also work to get Summer back connected. Um, took another job. You know, I, I had said that I resigned from my previous job probably back in in June. And um, just a lot of time on my hands, and I did not need as much time to get the things done that I needed to do for my coaching business. Um, So I took another job. It's overnight. Uh, We're going to see if I'm going to like it. I think think what I'm I'm trying to do right now is I'm trying to hype myself up because the pay is pretty good. The benefits are great. um, And I'm I'm just going to tell myself that I'm going to love it. And hopefully that is going to invite that into existence, but I'm going to love the job. We'll see what's going on with Summer. We may have to try to call her. We have some good topics, um, especially her. She has some great topics that she wanted to talk about um, tonight regarding uh, relationships, regarding uh, what goes on after the relationship, the healing process, moving on, um, and then, you know, just rebuilding. Where do you go and how do you start? Um, so let me see. Hold on one second. Hello. Hey. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. not sure I'm what. Oh uh, yeah, I'm not sure what was going on there. Um, but this you is Mr. Lorraine. She's back on the show, but it came up with your name on the first time in the system, but this time right here it showed up. I don't know. I don't know what happened, but we're glad we to have here. back again, sweetheart, onto the show. How have you been? Life's pretty good. You know, I have just ups and downs, but so far, so good. How about you? It looks like you're enjoying yourself. Looks like Charlotte's pretty good. Charlotte has been, you know, so far good to me. I've been, mm-hmm. you know, getting out, having a good time, meeting people, mingling. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. 
Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. I can't wait. We're coming um, in, is it next month? In August. Yeah. Yeah. August to see Freedom so I can learn how to do, um, what is the dance she be doing? I can't remember, but I'm going to have to practice. My back's so weak. I'm going to have to practice that dance. Are you talking about, is it booty like a drum or something? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Yes, yeah, so I might have to do the okay. slow mo, but I'm gonna try it. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, so I was just telling everybody that we, you know, going through our topics and everything, we're gonna talk about a lot of things that touched on relationships, um, mm-hmm. things that learn, you know, things that we've encountered, and then the rebuilding and moving on stage. Um, you came up with a lot of good ones. You found a lot of good ones. So let's start with one of yours. Okay, um, so here's a question for you. So, mm-hmm. okay, so there is a significant income difference between you and your partner, and you guys mm-hmm. live together. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see, okay, so the bills are split 50-50, and everything is always paid on time, so there's never an issue. But one partner has a significant amount of money left over for savings, and, you know, activities to do what they want to do, whatever. And the other partner does not. It's like yeah. slim to none, you know. Mm. So your partner comes to the drawing board and says, hey, can we do? Because I'm always left with nothing. Right. Or slim to nothing. So, you know, so do we, A, do you split the bills now? Do you do a 60-40? Do you do a 70-30? Or do you keep it 50-50? Hmm. So I'm going to be, I'm going to be between, I'm going to be between the first two. But this, okay, so this, okay, so this, full transparency, this is my situation now. Uh, Well, Mm -hmm. start, and it wasn't, to me, I don't think a relationship is ever 50-50. To me, I wanted it to be more equal sacrifice. And in the beginning of the relationship, while uh, my spouse was in school and everything, I made much, much more than they did. So it was equal sacrifice. Mm-hmm. It wasn't equal dollar for dollar for because just like, you know, the question said, it would leave them with nothing. I didn't think that was fair. But I wanted mm-hmm. it to be comparable as far as how much we were willing to give up of our earnings. So, you know, dollar-wise, I gave much more. I don't know if it was 70% or 60%, but just figuring out a way to where they can still do the same things that I'm able to do as far as, like, self-care, enjoy themselves, buy themselves mm-hmm. something, but just to be fair in the situation to divide the bills. But I definitely don't think that one makes much more dollar-wise that it should be a literal 50-50 split. I, I think that's kind of selfish. What do you think? Mhm. Um. Yeah, I think that it should. I think things should be reevaluated. Like in my situation, you know, my previous, well, currently, well, I don't know. I'm separated right now. Um. Mm-hmm. So during my active marriage, um, and when we were actually dating, we always split everything fifty fifty. Now I've always at a point in, up until a certain point in time, I made more money. Mm. Um, and so like 
it would be where I, you know, sometimes would have more. So I would spend majority of the money, my money, like, you know, taking care of us and things like that or leisure or stuff like that, which I didn't have a problem because, like you're saying, it was still, like, we're in this together, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything happens for, you know, you can't, everybody can't start out with a six-figure job and some, you know, you get with a good company and you may have to work your way up. Things right. happen. So I do think that going forward, I think I said last time that I would prefer someone to make a little more than me, uh-huh. is what I said last time. So we can still split the bills 50-50, but I think to me in a situation, like if I were to give advice out, I think there needs to be a reevaluation, like every time somebody gets a raise or every time, you know, there's an income, okay, we need to figure this out now. You know, you start out on an equal playing field of what can you bring, like you said, what can I bring? And then as we maybe are getting closer to each other as far as financial-wise, maybe it would be a more 50-50. But I wouldn't make anyone. Yeah. I think starting out, I think people shouldn't start out 50-50. To to me, unless you guys are – unless we're both equal, you know, like we both meet each other at PacSun. Yeah. Okay, yo. <laughs> we going fifty fifty. But yeah. if I'm at PacSun and you're the general manager at um, McDonald's, because they actually make pretty mu- pretty good money, uh-huh. we can't do no fifty fifty. So I think that you know, starting out, that should be a seventy thirty, uh-huh. and then as the PacSun works her way up, sixty forty, and then as she works, so you know what I'm saying, and it also from both perspectives, like I know you can carry your weight from the general manager for McDonald's, and -hmm. I know that you don't want to be, if you don't want to be kept, I know that you're going to, you know, I can trust you that you're going to be in this for a long haul because you're really trying to, you know, make that effort. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So, girl, let's add something to the mix. So you said that you'll come back to the table if, you know, someone gets a promotion. Blah, 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 blah. But suppose you come back to the table mm-hmm. and there's resistance when it comes to equaling out the the, the playing field. They're like, oh, case in point, again, transparent. So I did this, me and myself been together for seven years coming up this year, um, married for four. And it's been pretty much, I would say, maybe 60-40 for us. My spouse just got a $30,000 raise, and I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, we need to redo these bills. And I met, got met with pure attitude and resistance. Mm-hmm. But guess what, sister girl? My spouse just bought a Tesla that they're getting this week. And I've been biting my tongue. So I'm like, oh, but you didn't want to help me even uh-huh. out these bills, but I'm still pushing my 14-year-old car and you just got a mm. test. Now, what's wrong with that? Am I wrong for having oh. an attitude? What? Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> I know both of y'all. Both of y'all. Yeah. Oh, God. So, hmm. Yeah, hmm. Well, an attitude, an attitude does not necessarily mean that it's a no. 
So I can understand both perspectives. So, yes, we do need to sit down and talk about this. And we're, if you have an attitude, hey, have an attitude. I give you about two, three weeks or whatever. But we uh-huh. still need to come back to the drawing board and uh-huh. talk about this. Right. So I think both right. of you guys have a valid point. Um, mm-hmm. And I do think that personally, you know, the spouse should have maybe, y'all should have reevaluated the split prior to the car. Like, I don't believe that if I buy a car in my name and I got it and I can afford it, that it's a problem. But if our bills need to be, you know, talked about, discussed, and reevaluated, that needs to be, because that's that's a together thing, you know? Right, yeah. So we need to talk about those first. Let's get on solid ground with this, you know, 50-50 or 64, whatever I can afford. And then, you know, let's then, number two, let's talk about, hey, I may need a new vehicle. This is what I can afford with my income going into the house plus my income going into my own vehicle. So I understand both perspectives, but I do think that attitude or not, there needs to be a second conversation. It needs to, it just needs to be like, hey, we got to sit down and we got to talk. And so now we've added another vehicle into the situation, so it's going to have to be a a higher push, you know, to me. Yeah, in a okay. forty now, you can't go low. We can't, we can't go. Low, you know what I'm saying? We can't go lower yeah. than fifty fifty. We can't, we can't do that. We can't do a sixty four. Like now, right, you brought right. in a, a bill, a, a, another bill. Yeah. Right. Right. So. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. All right. I would love to hear the what the audience has to say. If you want to go in our Facebook page, Let's Face It Radio. I would love to hear your response to that question and we can read some next week. Um, you know, what would you do in that situation? Um, moving on, let's see here. Okay, oh, it's my girl Tiffany Haddish. Okay, so I, I heard, I think Common's like with who now? Jennifer? Jennifer Hudson, who he claims this is the one. Um, but Tiffany Haddish, she finally told her side of what happened with Common. She said it wasn't mutual. So the 40-year-old girl trip star says that she knew that the status of her relationship with Common had changed when he didn't invite her to three events that he attended, a concert in New York, a birthday party for former Barack uh, President Barack Obama, and his own birthday celebration. She said Common mm-hmm. eventually called her to end their relationship. She said it wasn't mutual. She said it was more like him saying, I think this relationship has run its course. And I was like, okay, like he's going to be a 50-year-old single man. All right. Common went on to reveal that Erica Badu broke up with him the same way. She said he was in a hotel room on tour, and she called me and was like, hey, I don't want to be in this relationship no more. I'm liking somebody else, he said. Um, He said, Erica, she doesn't play around. She's straight to the point. He claims that she was his first love and his first real heartbreak. So I got two questions. Mm-hmm. With two questions. So are you ever really blind, truly blindsided in a relationship? Because she asked, Tiffany is acting like she was caught off guard. She was, you know, shocked, you know. And then number two, which is the big part, this is like a history for Common because, you know, he's always been in these relationships that, he all of a sudden ends with these girls and all these ladies seem like they're heartbroken. They didn't know what was going on. 
So given his whirlwind relationship, do you think the saying hurt people, hurt people is true? And how or how have you or how will you prevent this cycle in your own life? Um, all right. So first question was uh truly blinded. Do you think Okay, so um, I have to give grace to celebrities because sometimes you can be blindsided if they both have careers and they both, you know, are pulled in different directions. And then when you come together, you know, you're comfortable, it's magical, you spend time together and then you get pulled away. You know, it probably is a little hard to determine when somebody begins to lose feelings because if you're not together all the time because you have an active career, I can kind of see that from the entertainment standpoint. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very hard question um, to answer because I haven't personally been in a, like, a regular dating relationship in a long time to recognize red flags. That's what I'm moving into. Um, In a marriage, I think yes and no. I think that when you get married, there are some things that you can just be like, um, you know. Maybe they don't want to be with me, but you are married, you know. So the flip side of that is like, okay, so, you know, let me talk about this with this person. Let me dive deeper with this person. Let me figure out, you know, what's going on because you don't just say that's a red flag. I knew back in January when, you know, you let's say now when he, your spouse bought the Tesla. That's uh-huh. not a red flag to you to make you think that he's going to leave you in two years. You know what I'm saying? In two years, right. he says, I don't want to be with you. You know? So I think it's a catch-22. I think there are some definite red flags that if they're cheating, they're lying, if they're hanging out, you know, you're if you guys were active and there's no health issues and the sexual, you know, is no, is dwindling down, there's no medical issues and that like that, like those big things. But Mm -hmm. there are people who've been married for 50 years and they don't do date nights, you know, like they don't do those type of things. Does that mean that that was a, like to us, to me, that's a red flag because I want date nights. I didn't, I started to do, didn't really get that in my relationship, so I'm like, that's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't to me something that's be like, oh, she doesn't want to be with me anymore because she don't really take me on that many dates. Well, we yeah. have other things going on. We have medical issues, you know. We have stuff, whatever. Yeah. So, catch twenty two. Second mm-hmm. one is, do I think it's going to work out with him? <laughs> is that the question? Uh, well, the second one is about hurt people, hurt people, because he said that Erica did the same thing with him. He claims that, you know, he was all in love with her. That was his first real, I guess, celebrity love or whatever, because it evidently went on for some years when he was with Erica. He did. And then she called him and broke up with him on the phone. Now, he repeated the same behavior. So do hurt people really hurt people? Do you think that? Think so, that how will you different happening to you? How will you? Well, I mean, because I'll, I'll I'll say that my last relationship before I got married took me for a loop. I've talked about it: depression, wanted to you know kill the person, wanted to kill myself, mm-hmm. and I can see mm-hmm. that 
hurt people do hurt people because in my own relationship, I can see sometimes when I lash out, and it's not even things that my spouse has done. It's baggage that I've taken from that, especially with abandonment mm-hmm. issues um, and things Absolutely. like that. So I can see where hurt people do hurt people, and that's something that's on me. That's something that I need to fix. Um, but, uh, you know, in counseling, working on that, trying to work through decades of that type of having a mm-hmm. trust issues and all of that. So I agree with it. Hurt people do hurt people. Um, and to me, it just looks like this could be something with, with, with common as far as, you know, him being hurt. I don't know if it was Erica or somebody else, but he seems to be going through these relationships and everybody it's caught off guard. They think that everything is going great, blah, 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 and they don't know what happened. So. Um, I think it's a little bit like hurt people, yes. Like there are some people who are out here hurting and they're just going out in this world and they're dating and they are like, oh, I don't like this person. And, you know, they don't know how to deal with the things that they deal with. But I also do think that um, about a little bit to me. Like mm-hmm. you just okay. – yeah, a little bit a little bit of me feels like it's a cop out because there are people who intentionally hurt people. You know, like I feel like there is an intentionality with some people to go and dig deep and hurt somebody that never did anything to you or that you didn't you didn't see it coming. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm not going into detail, but I speak from personal experience that I'm not sure if my spouse was hurt, but I know personally I didn't hurt that person. And to feel the level of hurt that I felt blindsided, mm-hmm. I think a little bit of it is a cop out. Like I think it was there was a a dig somehow, some way, and it was meant to hurt me, to maybe push me away. You do know. You, so. well, do you think people can subconsciously do that? just from their their history, their trauma, that they don't even realize that they're doing it. You don't think that's possible? Uh, it's very hard yeah, for me I, to uh, answer that from a standpoint of going to therapy and working through things because at this uh, big age, I feel like we all should have some type of or went through some type of form of speaking to someone to intentionally not hurt people or to recognize what's hurting you to prevent that from happening. But it's also right. language. There's language, yeah. you know, there's a way to a lot to say, hey, you know, Will, I love you like a brother, but, you know, we're not on the same page mentally when it comes to our friendship. So we go, you know, like, yeah, yeah. but for me to be like, every time I turn around, you just, doing this and you're doing that and I don't I don't rock with you no more so I don't don't call me don't eat that's language yeah I got and you. even though I may feel like that now what I'm doing is setting out to hurt you because at some yeah. point in time yeah no I got that I, I got when you said that I got it, two sides I, of I got it. yeah two, it, it could be yeah both okay. could be two what two things can be true what I've been learning in therapy <laughs> okay all right the therapy but you also oh. had a topic with the um, mind-blown life I wanted to play, because I listened to it twice. I'm like, yeah, he's he's dead on point. So I'm going to play that right now. It's like a minute and 20 seconds, but he, he, real talk. Hold on. 
If you feel stuck or stopped in terms of taking some action or making some change that's important to you, I found that the thing that's usually getting in the way is one of four fears that are hanging around in the background and just subtly causing you to go into fight flight or freeze mode and I think these fears fall into four broad categories and not everything falls into this but for myself and for most of the people that I've worked with over the years they catch most of it so here are the four fears the first one is fear of failure or fear of things not working or not working the way you want the second one is fear of success which is kind of sneaky but this one is a fear of success or what success might cost you the third one is fear of rejection or fear of criticism or fear of judgment. And the fourth one is fear of inadequacy, which is fear that you're not good enough or that you're not something enough. And these fears, each one sounds different in different people's heads. But the most important thing is that if you feel stuck or stopped in terms of making a change or taking an action that's important to you, just check in with yourself. Could one of these fears be the thing that's hanging around in the background? And if so, there are proven and powerful ways to deal with that, to get free from those fears, to liberate yourself, just so you can be your best self in your free creative mode, your full potential. So yeah, if you're curious about how to do that, shoot me a DM. Otherwise, like and follow for more. Is there Period. one that you connect with? In this season of my life, uh, in that, uh, failure and in, in failure and rejection. Yeah. 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 I think for me, yeah. definitely it begins with the third one, inadequacy. Um, feeling not good enough. Um, but because mm -hmm. of that, feeling the rejection from not feeling good enough. Mm -hmm. Because of all of that, feeling like I'm a failure. Mm -hmm. from being seen as a failure. Um, yeah. And that, as far as my coaching pro platform, the imposter syndrome, that's all of that. That's, you know, feeling like you're not good enough, like you don't deserve the things that you have, that, you know, everybody's going to find out that you are not as good as people say. That used to be my biggest fear. I had a publicist when I first mm -hmm. started out, and she could make a paper bag look good. And whenever she mm -hmm. used to introduced me for whatever I was doing. I was like, oh, my God, tone it down some. I'm not that great. And I'm like, hmm. I, I would just have this fear that they're going to be like, oh, he ain't that good. But, of course, you know, it was all in my head. But, yeah, I definitely get what he's saying. And that's, it can hold you back from really living the best life that you that you could possibly lead. But, yeah, mm -hmm. that's, yeah. But definitely for me, I, I think, um, the inadequacy part for me. Yeah. I think that mine would be um failure because, you know, on this new journey that I'm on, I'm taking leaps of faith in a lot of things and I'm just scared that, you know, some things ain't going to work out and then I will look like a failure like, look what she did, you know, look at that, look how she did it. And you know, it's of course it's the background and the outside noise, of course. We all have a little peanut gallery. Um and then, you know, just rejection, moving into um, new life, new friends, navigating dating. And, you know, it's just, it's, you know, it's just a little tough there. So I think it also makes it hard. I, it's hard for me to, in interviews, I think uh -huh. a little bit of inadequacy comes up. Even though I know that I'm successful and I know I know 
I know what I'm doing and I can do it. It's hard for me to talk about myself. But one thing I think, I wonder, does, do you think it comes from uh, a little churchy being humble when you're told to always remain humble, never like put your, you know, your ass, I don't know if we can cast, but put it on your shoulders. And so we kind of try to stay in the box so we won't feel humble, so we're scared that what we have, we won't lose it because we're mm-hmm. too pride. Yeah, Do you think yeah. some of that? I think I that think could have start- a, a huge effect to it, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I was brought up in a family who was the very opposite. They were a very showy, the very competitive family. Um, mm-hmm. And that's why I always feel like, even though I know I've accomplished a lot in life, I always yeah. feel like not good enough and I'm always comparing social media I need to stay off of social media oh, you hear me? but <laughs> yeah because I, it, it, it's never good enough which is, in a way is good because it keeps me pressing I've earned a whole bunch of degrees and stuff like that awards but it's never good enough I can never like they say stop and enjoy and smell the flowers because I'm always mm-hmm. pressing for that next thing so you know good and bad parts to it but um, you know where I guest is in the studio right now so we're going to introduce her and we're going to come back after her to finish some of these topics but today's guest she is a formidable force and esteemed expert in the dynamic realms of branding transformational speaking and coaching she has mastered the art of weathering life storms enduring numerous hardships such as poverty domestic violence molestation the tragic loss of a 14 year old son the passing of numerous relatives during the COVID-19 pandemic, substance abuse, and business failures. She exemplifies triumph and adversity. Her unique storytelling ability captivates audience as she integrates her powerful life experiences into lessons of resilience. Please join me in welcoming a trailblazer, a resilient spirit, in the beacon of life, Ms. C.S. Bailey. Welcome to the show. What's up, everybody? Hello, hello, hello. Thank you for having me. No problem. How are you? Can you guys hear me? I'm good. I'm good. I have the flu, right? The the enemy tried to uh, stop this. I I feel like somebody's life is going to be changed this evening. So in spite of having the flu, so you guys excuse me for uh, having a little cough here or there, but I really, truly believe that tonight is going to be absolutely phenomenal let's say that so thank you so much for having me no problem no problem i was listening to some of your youtube i thought that you had an intro video on youtube and you just speak with so much authority i said oh i cannot wait to speak to cs bailey tonight so let's go ahead and kick this off be careful what you ask for (laughs) hey i'm ready ready we are ready for it Uh, we're ready all right so to start things off could you tell us you know the concept that you have the only thing stopping you is you. How does that resonate with your personal experiences and beliefs? Mm. Um, I would say that uh, as per your intro, I have been through a tremendous amount of trauma uh, in my life from losing our son uh, from brain cancer at 14, my husband having cancer at 29, our two-year-old having major heart surgery, my mother, my sister, my grandmother, my uncle, all these people passing during COVID, miscarriages, the floor falling in on my brand-new business. I could keep going, right? But what I realized was that the enemy knew 
that there was a great call on my life. So I feel like it was his attempt to try to stop me from claiming the territory that was rightfully mine. Um, And that territory, I believe I'm serving now, uh, which is women and minority entrepreneurs. But I truly believe that I feel like why give up now, right? After all the hell that I've been through, if I give up now, what was it all for? So I realized that nothing could stop me. The only thing that could stop me was me. Um, uh, Trying not to get emotional. This is a tough time because it's the uh, anniversary, you know, around the time my sister passed. But I just want people to be encouraged and to know that we, all of us are facing (laughs) something right now, right? We're all dealing with difficult circumstances and doubt. Um, the, the, the young lady I just uh, heard speaking, she was saying some things that really um, are, are stuck in my head right now. We all deal, deal with fear, right? But fear is not real. We know that. It's an illusion. And, and, and like the Bible says, be anxious for nothing. It didn't say something. So I believe that the only thing that can really stop us is us. But I also feel like we have been um, taught <laughs> that we are inferior right? We suffer from what I believe is called um, the mindset of the oppressed. People like Stephen Biko and Paulo Freire and people spoke about this. And it's been um, ingrained in us, right? We assimilate mm-hmm. the oppressive view, right, that has been put on mm-hmm. us as women, as people of color. And we begin to believe these things. And there's a quote, the quote that says that um, the most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the mind of the oppressed. So if they can get our mind, then they have us. Mm-hmm. So for the young lady who was just speaking, um, I came in on the tail end. I'm sorry, I was uh, trying to get on. <clears throat> but if if we if we if if they have our mind, if if we if we don't believe right that we can, let me gather my thoughts. I'm sorry, this this flu is killing me. Um, let me say this. All right, let me let me back up. Let me slow down. If if they can control what we believe about ourselves, then they control us. Mm -hmm. If we believe what God says about us and who we are, right, and we allow ourselves to be led by our faith and our belief in who God says we are, then we can't lose. So I believe that the only thing that can stop us is us. If we believe, like, like people don't understand faith is, you know, people ask religion. No, I believe faith is two parts, right? It's us believing in God, but also the second part is us believing in who God says we are, right? So if I believe that God says I am, I am fearfully and wonderfully made, that I am I'm extraordinary, not ordinary, right? Because I'm a little extra. I tell people I'm not ordinary. I'm a little extra. So... <laughs> I know who God has called me to be, so I have learned to step into that and to, and to walk accordingly because there is such a great call on my life. So I believe that people who have been called to do great things, people who are visionaries, people who are leaders, they experience these, these things I call the five Ds of destruction, doubt, denial, depression, distraction, and disbelief, right? And those things happen to create fear right? But fear is not real. And, and, and like the young lady said something about failure. failure. There's no such thing as failure, right? Either we win or we learn. 
So don't be afraid. That, if I tell you how many times I've quote unquote failed, <laughs> you know how many businesses I've had. Now, Will, I know you can speak to this as an entrepreneur. Yeah, how many things we tried because when he said I'm on to the next thing, I'm on to. Thank God now I do branding because yeah. uh, you know I can, I can help other people bring their dreams to life. But I have quote unquote failed at so many things. But looking back you know, on my life, they weren't failures. They were lessons. I learned that they were they were either blessings or lessons. So don't be afraid to, quote, unquote, fail, right? Because that scar tissue is going to produce something absolutely beautiful and something absolutely wonderful. So for me, um, the, the only thing stopping you is you. I, I've learned that because I've been through enough hell to understand that in spite of everything, growing up poor in public housing, weighing almost 400 pounds, all of these things were things that I, I created or I allowed to ha- happen to me. When I made up my mind that enough was enough and I was sick and tired of being sick and tired, I stopped. So that's a roundabout. Now I've gotten myself a little bit together. I'm sorry, you guys. I'm uh, under <laughs> the weather here but trying to push through. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're, you're fine. Um, and I definitely agree with that as far as the lessons and, and things like that. I think it's just a mind shift, you know, a, a change in your um, mind, mindset that will help. Um, so question for you. So in your opinion, what are the most common mental barriers people face when it comes to pursuing their goals or dreams? And second question is how do you think they can overcome those barriers? I think that, more often than not, we listen to people who've given up on their own dreams, and they talk about yeah. living art. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that's the biggest thing is that, and, and I don't think that it's done intentionally. I just think that um, it's who we surround ourselves with, right? It, birds of a feather flock together. So a lot mm-hmm. of times it's who we surround ourselves with. So sometimes when there's, you know, people in our family who, I was going to be this or I was going to be that, and and they weren't able to live out their dreams and they feel like they want to protect you from that same hurt. They'll Mm -hmm. say, oh, you can't do that. It's really, um, I think, it's sort of the crabs in a barrel mentality, right? It's like Mm -hmm. they don't want to lose you. And we listen listen to the opinions and the thoughts of other people. Um, So Mm -hmm. I think that 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 really – and we care too much about what other people think. <laughs> we care too much uh-huh. about what other people think, what they have to say. And um, so I really, I think that, um, yeah, I, I think that's our biggest issue is that we 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 care too much about what other people think. Like there was a, a hospice nurse named Bronnie Ware, and she interviewed people who were passing away in hospice, and they all um, shared the same uh, emotion, right? The same word, the same feeling, and that was regret, and that they regretted not traveling, or I regretted not doing what I wanted to do. I regret, you know, listening to what other people had to say about me. They die with regret. That's one thing that I don't want to do is, is die with regret. So I think that what stops us is is caring too much about what other people think. I think it's it's um, listening to people who've given up on their dreams, and I think that we have got to get to a place where we have to be authentic, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. I know I'm crazy. Like, you guys, you have to be okay with saying, this is who I am, right, and being okay mm-hmm. with who you are and just moving mm-hmm. forward um, in knowing, like you said, that mindset, right? The mindset shift is so very, very important that we get to a place mm-hmm. where we understand that 
um, and we get to a place of understanding who we are and being okay with that, right? So right. no matter what position we're put in or what environment we're put in, we know, listen, this is what I'm called to do. This is who I am, and I'm going to rock this thing out. I might make some mistakes along the way, but I'm going to give it everything I got. So guess what? If I leave from this place and the next face I see is God, I'm going to be able to say I used everything you gave me. And I didn't okay. care with what 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 Teresa and Tom and Harry and the rest of them had to say. They're going to talk about you anyway. They talked about Jesus Christ. What makes you think they're not going to talk about you? So I'm going to give them okay. something to talk about. So I think oftentimes we care too much about what people think and what people have to say when it really truly doesn't matter. Like what matters is are you living your purpose, right? And everybody talks about our why. For a long time with my clients um, and branding, I would I would talk about your why being so very important, which it is, right? But what, what God has shared with me, and in this new season I'm, I'm rolling out um, a new – talk and journal and things like that on Thursday. I was supposed to launch it on Monday, but got sick. And I know I know what that is, right? But nothing's going to stop mm-hmm. me. Regardless of what happens, I'm going to continue to push forward. But in saying that, we've got to get to a place where our what is more important, right, than anything. And the what, our why, we all have the same why. Our why is to serve. We're, I don't, whatever you call God, right, respect to you, mm-hmm. right? We all call God different names. That That might be because you live in a different part of the country, in a different part of the world. God is God, right? So at the end of the day, all of our purpose is to serve. So if we're here to serve, Mm -hmm. the real question is, what is your assignment in this season? So everybody's Mm -hmm. looking, what's the purpose for my whole life? Only God knows that, huh, honey? Like, (laughs) he says, for I know the plans I have for you. We don't know the Mm -hmm. whole plan. So why are we teaching kids figure out the purpose for your whole life right now when they're 17? Like, come on, be realistic. What is your assignment for the in this season? We know we're here to serve. So I think if we break it down for people and we don't make it so exhausting, so much, so deep, we want to be so deep and so philosophical. No, like straight up, we're here to serve. What is your assignment? And I think if we focus on that, it will take the pressure off of people. You know, it's kind of like, oh, I'm supposed to be this and I, and I, gotta go, I have to save the world. And I, no, like, what's your assignment? So I think mm-hmm. if we take some of the pressure, we got, we have to extend ourselves grace. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's like we ask God mm-hmm. for grace, but we don't extend grace to ourselves, and we don't extend grace to each other. We wonder why there's so many mass shootings and all of these things happening. It's because people need love. People need love. We're so busy, you know, taunting people and, 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 and bullying and hating. And, and, and I, I live in Florida, so I I, I got to get out oh, of Florida. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, and like when I went to court, I loved the sun. It was all fun until it wasn't fun anymore. You know, right. it's, it's now like with my neighbors, like people don't understand, the, you know, from it went from LGBT to the immigrants, you know, who were doing the farms here. And these people are hiding, like, you know, they're coming in buses mm-hmm. to get them. And people don't understand, this is my neighbor. Like this, this man is the man when we had a hurricane and we all lost everything. We came together. He was my family. And now yeah. they're running. Mm-hmm you know, for, for their lives and then LGBT. Nobody cares. Like, what are y'all talking about? We're, we're people. Like, yeah. what, what mm-hmm. is this, any of your business who they sleep with? Don't ask me who I sleep with. That's not your Come business. On. Come so, on. At, so so it, we, we've got to get to a point where love has got to be everything. It's got to mm-hmm. be everything. And if we love one another and stop judging one another, you don't have a heaven or hell to put me in. Mm-mm-mm. You don't have a heaven right. or hell to put me in. So at the end of the day, why do I care what you think? Right. So for me now, let them talk. They're going to talk. Let them talk. Let them talk. 
But for me, hmm. one thing that they're going to say when I leave from this place is, she was a bad mama Gemma. <laughs> she did everything that she could, right? I've been, I have been through hell. I will tell you, I have every reason to sit and collect the SSI check. I could get one right now, I'm telling you, with all the hell I've been through in my life. But I know that my assignment is great, and that's why I've been through so much hell. And the same goes for all of you, for everybody listening, is that we, we've got to start fresh. That's the mm-hmm. message that God has given me to give to people is start fresh. We've got to start over. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's end mm-hmm. times. It's okay, if it is, are you going to play your violin to the end? Like with the Titanic. Right. I'm not going to run around on the boat screaming. I'm going to play right. the violin, soothe some people. I'm going to serve to the very end. So if it mm-hmm. is end times, don't you want to go out with a bang? Like I don't want to mm-hmm. just leave here running around screaming. So, at the, so, so ultimately, anything you want to do, you can do. Anything you want to have, you can have. The only reason you don't is because you won't. It's not anybody else's fault but your own. It's, I could say, oh, I was born poor in public housing, six kids. My father was an alcoholic. We went through this. We went through that. I, I could ha- I have every – no, those are excuses. And what does the quote say? Excuses are monuments to what? Nothingness. Nothingness. Mm. But uh, another quote, another quote, <laughs> I think her name is Marion Williamson. She says that our deepest fear, right? is that we are powerful beyond measure. It's our light, not our darkness, that most frightens us. We're afraid Absolutely. of success. We're afraid, and the reason we're afraid is because mm-hmm. of the mindset of the oppressed. If they have our mind, if they can keep us mm-hmm. shackled, if they can keep us shackled and keep us tied down, then they got us, right? But what's happening now mm-hmm. is the last shall be first. We're coming into a season now. I build brands. That's mm-hmm. what I do for a living. I'm going to tell you something. The brands that I've been building of as of late, women of color, we running things. Y'all got watch. Just watch. Women of color are on the come up. We are okay. we we've always been talented. We've always been gifted. But the thing that's happening is we're becoming more sure of ourselves. We're becoming more confident. But mm-hmm. what I don't want us to do is I don't want women to do what men have done to us. I don't want this to become a feminist thing, right? We have to level the playing field. There's enough money. There's enough everything out here for all of us. So if we lead with love, then none of us can lose. And our children can't lose because everybody's like, oh, I don't need a man for nothing. That's a lie. Your children need him. (laughs) Your children need him. So at the end of the day, we've got to come back to this place where we, we build on the solid foundation of faith right? And I'm not talking about religion, right? I'm a Christian, absolutely. Jesus Christ is Lord. Like, I'm going to say that right now. I have to say that. But let me tell you something. If we build on the foundation of faith, you can't lose. The thing that I, that I implore people to do is we don't acknowledge the Holy Spirit. We, nobody knows what the Holy Spirit means or what that is, and he's a GPS, a gift given to us that we don't utilize because our kids know nothing about that. When we were younger, Grandma talked about the Holy Spirit. We saw people get the Holy Ghost. Oh, but kids now don't know nothing about that. Right. And then, like, like there's a quote by uh, uh, um, uh, Farrakhan that says something. I'll quote everybody. I'm telling you, I listen to everybody. But he says hopelessness, right, about hopelessness, it, it leads to violence. The reason that we have so much violence in this world is there's no more, you know, these big stores came in, Walmart and all these other places, and, and we don't have any more small businesses. we got to get back to owning things and creating things so people have a sense of dignity. So I, I just believe that we can do anything we, can, we, we, can do anything we want to do, 
and that if we lead with love, we can't lose. So I'm on a mission to ignite change globally, and that means invading the world with light because light and darkness can't coexist. So if we invade the world with light, darkness will flee. So that's my prayer, and that's my hope, and that's my long-winded answer. Oh, <laughs> uh, hey, I like that. I, I, I'm here for it. I'm here. You know, you have given so much wisdom already. So yes. Even, I'm going to preface this next question because you said things about what stuck out to me so far is about seeing yourself as winning and learning, not winning or losing, Get, getting rid uh-huh. of, the, of fear or failure, and also not caring about what people think because, you know, you talk a lot about self-limiting beliefs. And for a while, I've had this call, and I, and I recognize it as a call, to go into coaching, helping people get through some of the things that I got through. Because I heard God tell me very clearly some years ago that I didn't deliver you just for you. That mm-hmm. I was to other people and help people get through some tough situations. <laughs> but at mm-hmm. 52, starting a new career, mm-hmm. I, I was met not with support, but with a lot of people saying, oh, you're too old to be doing that. You need to be planning for retirement. Why are you leaving your career? Which I'm not leaving my first. I'm a hair and makeup artist. I still do that. But it was just I wanted Mm -hmm. to do something new. I felt this heavy call on my life. But I've kept Mm -hmm. it small. I played it small because in the back of my head, if I'm really honest with myself, I have the I'm too old. You know, a lot of people say I'm not good Mm -hmm. enough. I I keep replaying in my head I'm too old to be starting something new at 52. Mm. Um, So Mm -hmm. from your experience from working with clients, you know, how has your background in speaking, branding, and coaching help you understand how you know self-limited beliefs affect people's individual achievement? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to answer your question, but I'm, I'm also going to give you a message that the Holy Spirit gave me to give you, okay? okay. Um, okay. And, and let me tell you this. The one thing that he told me, I already knew some of <laughs> what you're going through because he told me that, you transform people from the inside out, Ooh, mm. and God. that's a gift. That's a yeah. gift, okay? He said to tell him, you, you're called to transform people from the inside out. So first, you, which is what we have to do, right, yeah. is we have to we build broken people. I'm a transformational speaker. You're a transformational speaker, right? And, yeah. and I'll tell you this. I'm, right now I'm, I'm uh, branding a couple who I have a lot of respect for who gave me my first shot on TV when I was like, maybe 14 years old, uh, named Nate and Pat Gaston, okay? Mm-hmm. When I tell you they're 70 years old, and you talking about you too old, and they're rebranding themselves right now, are <laughs> you still breathing? Are you still yes, breathing? I am. Yes, I am. Did you survive COVID? I did, yes. So it's too late for, <laughs> for what? Yeah. Let yeah. me, and let me ask you this. The people now, and don't say their names. Okay? We don't want to call nobody out, right? Because I don't want to have mm-hmm. someone with Vaseline on my face and back to work. <laughs> but in <laughs> thinking about it, right, think about mm-hmm. those people who said that to you. Are they super successful? Not doing nothing. And I, and I thought about nothing. that. I, I coached myself on this. <laughs> I ain't right. doing nothing. But it's different. It's different. I do the same thing. It's different when you do it, right? But it's, it, it, here's the funny thing. Oh, thank you, uh-huh. Lord. I'm going through the same thing myself. It's easier to uh-huh. call other people. But when you got to flip it, and it's funny because God will use us as our own focus group. Uh-huh. Because the thing yeah. that I'm going through with this whole start fresh that God has given me is, is the same thing you're going through, right? Mm-hmm. We got to understand that God is trying to do a new thing. And we're so busy trying to run things. We don't run nothing. 
You got to let go and let God. And when the, and when we talk about let God, that means the Holy Spirit. So let go mm-hmm. and let the Holy Spirit guide you. But do you get up in the morning and spend that time with God and say, what do you want me to do today? We we mm-hmm. we do what we want to do. We do it the way we want to do it, and then we wonder why things. Don't never they don't really work out. We'll be successful. We'll we'll get a little bit of money here. Do but at the end of the day, none of that matters if we're not living our purpose. And our purpose is our current assignment for this season. And for you, it's transforming people. I believe anyway. You can get confirmation from God, but transforming people from the inside out. When I looked you up, um, because when when my agent booked me for this, and I'm like, oh, who is this? You like who are you booking me for? What is? And I, when I looked you up, and I saw. You know what I saw? The thing that jumped off um, the page to me more than anything was the before and after pictures. I saw oh. people that were just looked kind of like shells, and then uh-huh. the after was like this beaming smile and joy uh-huh. and happiness. And, and you have to understand that God used you to transform, to, uh-huh. to be light in somebody's life. Do you understand how powerful you are? So, of course, the enemy, whatever you want to call it, right, is going to send in his forces, and it's normally the people closest to you, to tell mm-hmm. you, ah, you can't do that. It's too mm-hmm. late. It's, it's too late. I'm branding somebody that's 70-some years old right now. Yeah. Because he believes in who God says he is. That's what mm-hmm. faith is. Faith is mm-hmm. not just believing in God. It's believing in who he says you are. So who are you? To, why dim your light to make other people feel better? The, the right. will that I researched and I looked up, the, he, he, he looks like he don't play. Like, I'm going to shine whether you like it or not. And maybe we, you've gotten away from that. Like, we've all, I think COVID took a lot out of all of us, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I know with, mm-hmm. with my little sister passing during COVID, that, that wasn't something I expected. I, I've been through a lot of hell, and I, then I realized, you know what? Nah, like, at the end of the day, uh, their legacy is going to live on through me. I'm going to do things in my sister's name. I'm going to do things in my mother's name and my son's name. And so understand that you carry the legacy <laughs> of a lot of people on your back. And I don't know if it's your grandmother, mm-hmm. but I felt like a strong presence from your grandmother. Like, yeah. like she like, tell that boy if he don't get it together. Like, yeah. so you, you, this is not just your legacy. This is, this is mm-hmm. your family's legacy. Like they're counting on you. Right. So mm-hmm. at the end mm-hmm. of the day, you gotta let your light shine so you inspire other people to do the same. What is fifty? What you say? Fifty-one? You're a young buck. Fifty-two? Fifty-three? What? No, no, sir. You see, these oh. are the lies we 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 believe. These are the lies mm-hmm. we believe that goes back to the mindset of the oppressed. And some of this stuff yeah. comes from our childhood. Mm-hmm. It's the lies that yeah. are told to us. The things that those those things that happen to us over time, right? The hate mm-hmm. that came from people, but mm-hmm. but normally from hurt people because hurt people yeah. hurt people, right? Mm-hmm. And then we carry that on and it goes in it goes from generation to generation. But it has to stop with you. You gotta say, nah, it stops right here. Right? So mm. look how much life you got left. You, are you gonna Ooh. live it or are you just going you're gonna die with regret? It's your mm. choice. Yeah. Do you believe who God says you are or well, are you I, just you you just yeah. you you just doing this for what? For what? I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. So whatever I, I it is you, you want to do, you can do. Whatever it yeah. is you want to make happen, you. That's why I do. That's why I do what I do. Everybody, oh, yeah. you should do this. You should. Do, I know that this is what I'm called to do. I build mm-hmm. successful and sustainable brands for women and minority entrepreneurs. People say, isn't that a little racist? Isn't it? No, this is who I'm called to serve. Right? right. Because it's time to level the playing field. It's time for us to say, mm-hmm. no. 
this is our season. This is our time to come up because the only it's, it's sort of like the mouse and, and the elephant. Like, why would an elephant be afraid of a mouse? It's because of his mindset. Mm-hmm. So we've got to understand that the things that we believe, I'm too old, I'm too, I'm too fat, I'm too black, I'm too white, I'm too skinny, I'm too, those, these are all things that people use to try to manipulate us and mm-hmm. to, to get us to not believe. But if we truly, truly have faith and we truly, truly trust God, right, then who mm-hmm. am I? He said, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderfully made. Right? Absolutely. So, and then the other girl who talked about being humble when it comes to finances and all. The Proverbs 23, what does that say? For, for a, as a, no, 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 no. I'm getting that's the, that's the other one I wanted to share with you. What I was going to say. Let's go to that abundantly. One. Proverbs 23. You talking seven. about that one? Yeah, that's where I was about to go. Yeah, I, I, go I, I felt it. I was ready. Let's go. He was ready. He was there. So my thing is, is that. We can do it. We are so gifted. And so why do you think the whole world, everything's hip-hop, everything's different? Because we are, it started with us. It started in Africa. It start, we are, it, it, listen, 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 man. I get so upset when we are so afraid to shine. And I don't know why, but I do know why. It's the mindset of the oppressed. It's been ingrained into us. The guy, Paulo Freire from Brazil, his father died of a heart attack because of them being poor, right? Because of all that we don't understand what poverty and what the oppressed mindset does, but it causes all of these conditions in our community like cancer and like, 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 like uh, heart disease. And, but if we were just saying, nah, like enough is enough. I'm sick of it. It's time for us to take back our rightful seat, right? And claim our inheritance. That's what I'm going to do. So I, I will, it's time. Like I don't, I, I don't, yeah, we we gonna have to have a session. I'm, I'm gonna schedule a discovery oh. call for you. Hey. <laughs> oh my! Can I get one too? Look, I'm ready. <laughs> so you get a car. You get a car. No, you get. Yeah. It. Yeah. No, but seriously, listen. I'm I'm telling you, I'm I I I have been at this for a very long time, and and I can I can say 1,000 percent, all of my clients are winning, and that's because we start out first with building a solid foundation, and that foundation is built on faith. Like, period, you, listen, we all call God different. Everybody, you call him this, you call him that. God is God. He's, he's the same God yesterday as he is today. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, if you're, not, if you're not building on what your assignment is and you're doing it for money or for status, it ain't going to work. Like, you'll do it for a couple of years, it'll be all right. But at, at the end of the day, what is your assignment? And if you answer that and you work towards that and you put everything into that, you can't lose. So he told me to tell you, I wrote it down here, transforming you from the inside out. That's how you mesh your beauty and your coaching and all of these things together. So these yeah. women who are going through divorce, women who widows, I was thinking about Judge Lynn Toler. I saw her, I, I, I kept, God kept showing me her when I was thinking about you and how, you know, her, her hair and stuff because she lost her husband, she was going through these things, and how somebody like you could help this woman, right, just help her come back and, and how – you just pouring into these people, internally transforming them, and going them going through this sort of, I don't know if it's a butterfly or a dragonfly phase, but them just going through this cocoon is dragonfly because they're underwater. They feel like they're drowning. And you just bring them from under that water and just breathe life into them, and then they come out as a beautiful, beautiful dragonfly. So I want you to, to buy some dragonflies, buy something with them, and remember that that's what you're called to do. You're called to be light mm-hmm. in these people's lives. Come on. It's not you who. Yeah, it's not it's now when. 
you gonna right. you gonna die with regret, or you or you want to go out of here? And if you close your eyes, the next face you see is God. You gonna be able to say, I, I gave it everything I had. Every, every, mm-hmm. every gift you gave me, every talent you gave me. Everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, 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 not, and, I, and I wasn't perfect, right? Because that's the one thing everybody felt like we got to live up to this Instagram lifestyle. That's a lie, right? Uh-huh. Because we're all, we're mm-hmm. all, but the Bible says nobody's good but God. <laughs> so we're all filthy rags, right? We all going to mess up. We're human. We're of the flesh, right? But that doesn't mean we, don't, we shouldn't want to try to do right and try to be right mm-hmm. and fall in line accordingly. But it's a journey. Life is a journey. This thing is, it's not, this ain't no sprint. Like, you know what I mean? It's a marathon. Like, slow down, baby. <laughs> slow down. So at the end of the day, you got to take one step at a time, put one foot in front of the other, and know that, look, I'm trying my best and I'm doing my best. But it's, it's very important to know what are you pushing towards? Where, where, are, you, where are you headed? And if you're mm-hmm. not in line and you're not on assignment, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is, yeah, no, I know, I know Summer has a question for you, but just listening to you say that, you kept saying that, that oppressed mindset, and that was intentional. That, from the very beginning, yeah. it's over here, keeping us strong, um, programming our minds, that's, that's intentional, and I've and I seen that they're trying to repeat that with all these things that are going on, oh. permanent action and oh, all yeah. that, because we, we, we realized who we were. And we're mm-hmm, yeah. so and they scared. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Talk, all that popped through my mind. I was like, and they're trying to do it again. Okay. And if I was oh. them, I'd be scared too. Yeah. If I was them, I'd be scared too. Because at the end of the day, we are we are gifted. We are talented. Mm-hmm. We, you know what I mean? Like, but the problem is, is that we we've, we've lost our way, and mm-hmm. we we have been. Um, programmed to compete with each other, right? And oh. Especially women, right? Yeah. Women of color yeah. see us compete with each other, and it's just yeah. ugly. So at the end of the day, I, I have a, a global women's network. We, we're coming back August 15th called She Is Still Dope. Shout out to all the women that She Is Still Dope who are listening. But we created, I, I say, don't compete with me, eat with me, right? We don't have to compete with each other. We For what? Amen. For what? There's enough space at the table. Stop begging for a seat at the table. Make your own table. Mm-hmm. So we've been taught to, to fight against each other. And if you see another sister doing something, you got to hate on her. No, nah, no. Nah, you know, girl, you look, that is amazing. Buy her shoes. Buy her mm-hmm. lashes. Buy, or, or, or go support her business, right? Like, mm-hmm. why can't we do those things? It's because we're, what is it? Because if she come up, we won't or we can? That's a lie. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. want us to support each other. If you look look back in history, look back where you see Black Wall Street, where you saw black people building. It's funny because I saw, a, it, it, it almost brought me to tears a couple of days ago. I saw a, 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 like a slide on TikTok or something, whatever, and they showed all of the black communities from back in the day that were getting it, that were doing these amazing things, and they're now um, covered with water. They made them into um, body, large bodies of water. So as to cover these places up and, and any, like, you think about Acala, Florida, and um, uh, everywhere where, where you had these thriving black communities, these thriving communities, yeah. not just black people, but people of color, minorities, who were really doing things, and they came and they shut it down, and they burned it mm-hmm. down. And we've allowed mm-hmm. those things to happen in the past because they didn't, they didn't, they don't, they didn't have all of the, the the amenities that we have now. They didn't have all the the rights that we have now. And 
we've got we we can't just be punch drunk. We got to wake up and see what's really happening and understand because we owe it to those people whose shoulders we stand on to say, nah, not this time. Nah, not on my watch. So how do we do that? We do that by coming together. There's strength in numbers. We're stronger together. So the reason Mm -hmm. they want us other and to, to, to tear each other down or to compare and to compete is because the worst thing we could do is come together. If we come together, Lord have mercy. Like, what would that look like? Like, what would that look like? So that's right. why um, I, I make it my business, right, to build businesses for women and for people of color because I truly believe that um, we're more powerful than we could ever imagine and that the only thing that's stopping us is us. It, it's really it's time to start fresh. It's time, and, and if this is the end days, it's, it's our time because it says at, at the end, the last shall be first. So if this is my time, mm-hmm. then let's ride out. Like, that's if right. this is my time. Then I'm going, I, I, listen, it's time to get back to what happened to the family reunions and the block parties and the love and the joy and the mm-hmm. happiness. Like that's something that I'm really, um, with my women's um, uh, uh, movement, we, we have uh, chapters and women from all over the world. We got uh, the uh, amazing Apostle Ian Kofi out of Africana. We got uh, uh, Dr. Robin, uh, who's out of Italy, who's a, a, a black female doctor, who's the bomb. And we got all these powerful and amazing women from all over the world coming together to support and encourage and inspire each other. And that's where it starts is by each one of us, right, answering the call on our lives and and living out our assignment. This is my assignment for this season, and I'm going to rock it out. So my question is, what's your assignment? And if you don't know what it is, that people's like, oh, what's the purpose? I don't know the purpose for my life. How do I figure out? How about you ask the person who created the purpose? How about you go to the creator? If you don't have a relationship with God, nothing is going to work out. I'm telling you now, try. I've tried it. I've, I've smoked. I've, I've drank. I've, I've tried everything. It, none of that works. None of that works. So mm-hmm. I'm telling you that. No, you ain't got to be all churchy. Go to, go to church every Sunday. Like, yes, I want you to go to church, right? At the, but at the end of the day, it's more about having a relationship, right? Relationship. Relationship is more important. So my thing right. is, is that if you don't have a relationship, if nobody ever talked to you about God or took you to church, just stop and, and, and get on your knees and say, look, Lord, I don't know who you are, but I really want to get to know you. I need you because mm-hmm. life is real crazy. What, what's my assignment? What is it you want me to do? He'll show you. Like, this. it's so funny that God will use the Holy Spirit to speak to us. It will be a billboard, right, in front of us that says, will, go for it, do it, right? But we still yeah. listen to these to these little uh, what I call these birds, these little chickens. Yeah. You can't do it. You too old. You can't. And then it'll be another bill, billboard. The next, I got you. Believe in me. Trust. I, it, it'll be signs everywhere. Like you'll see something on the back of your receipt that says, girl, go for it. And we ignore all of these messages from the Holy Spirit, who's our GPS, and not pay attention. So we got to be tapped in. And, and, and every morning, spend time with God and say, all right, he's the commander-in-chief, right? So how are you going to start your day not asking the boss, what am I supposed to do today? Right. That means you're doing right. it in your own will. You're doing it your own way, and that's never going to work out. So I, I would just say, listen, start out in the mornings by spending time. Start fresh. Start out and spend time with the Holy Spirit and ask him, you know, what is it that you have for me? What is it that you have for me? I, I need to do that. You're right. You know, there's yeah. times when I, so I need to get back into it. You're right. Yeah, yeah we all, I know we all, that. We all go through these phases, right? Yeah, but it's, it's it's like start fresh. Like it's never too late. Are you breathing? Is, is air in your lungs? Right? There's somebody yeah. in the hospital right yeah. now begging for the same seat that you're in right now. 
say, God, please just give me one more chance. God, and this is going to be their last breath, but it's not your last breath. So what are you going to do with that? What are you going to do about it? You can, you can keep doing what you're doing, right? But my thing is, I want to know when I leave here that I left an honorable legacy. I want to know that my great-grandkids be like, yo, my great-grandma was the bomb. She, she you know, she went through hell and back, but different, different never gave up. Like, she was a soldier. So, like, seriously, like, like, I have every reason in the world, trust me, there's no greater pain than losing your child. And then my sister was like, she was like our baby, you know, losing my sister. And then my mom and then my grandma was like, boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, yo, God, like, I'm, I'm really starting to feel like Job over here. Like, <laughs> like I'm good on the testimonies, oh, wow. Lord. You really don't have to send any more testimonies. And then here comes two major hurricanes in Florida where I live. So I'm mm-hmm. like, we displaced from our home and. You know, but during that time, I had time to again sit with God and to really hear him. So we've got to mm. understand that the things that happen to us that we might look at as negative, they happen mm. for a reason. Mm. They're either a blessing or a lesson. It's not, it's your perspective. That's the mindset shift that needs to happen is your perspective. Is it going to be negative or positive? We have every reason to think negative. We have every reason to go left. But why not choose to go right? Why not choose the light? Right? Because when you choose the light and you choose to go right, you can't lose. You cannot right. be led. See, that's the thing is that well, instead of being led by your mind and your head and doing it the way you think because you're so bossed up and you, I'm a boss chick. And I, okay, let's, let's see how far you get with that boss chick. Instead, be led by your heart. And if your heart, your heart is the place where the Holy Spirit dwells. Mm-hmm. So if you're led by your heart and you're tuning in and listening to where, what he's telling you to do and the way that he's telling you to go, you can never lose. I don't care if somebody says, oh, yeah, I listened to my heart. And I, no, you didn't lose. You didn't lose. That taught you something. There was a lesson, or maybe that person needed you, or maybe you saved somebody's life. See, what happens is when we're not on our, on our mountain, in our territory, on our, where we're supposed to be, all kind of car crashes and wrecks are happening all over the place because we're not where we're supposed to be. So yes. you've got to tap in, and you've got to ask God, what is it you have for me in the season? What is it that I'm supposed to be doing? And I promise you, if you follow your heart, which is being led by the Holy Spirit, you, you can't lose, period, point blank. And I can tell you that with, 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 without a shadow of a doubt. I agree. I definitely agree with that. I'm in a, a, a season in my life where I took a, a leap of faith and, you know, I've been, I never read the Bible front to back. So I've been taking like the last 30 days, well, I'm going to read it all, but like the last 30 days, every night I take, you know, 30 minutes to go through the Bible. I read it myself. I kind of ask questions out loud to God and, you know, just try to figure it out because I want to know for myself. Um, mm-hmm. And so, you know, I've been doing that. So the the question that I have for you is could you provide some tips on cultivating a more compassionate relationship with ourselves as we work towards our aspirations? Because mm-hmm. um, I'm mm-hmm. in a, a season right now where I'm just like, okay, I know that it's going to work out. I know, but I can't I'm, can't push my own self. Like, <laughs> I just can't push my own self through this right now, so. Yeah, it's, it's absolutely imperative that you have an accountability partner, right? Mm-hmm. We are stronger together. So that's why in my coaching I tell people um, I, I act as your tenacious accountability partner. That's because um, oftentimes we're stronger together. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, God says love one another. The second of these, the greatest is, to love one another, we we cannot exist right successfully without each other. Like we do, we need help. We need other. You need a, a strong community, right? Of either women or um, 
a faith-based support system, or even if it ain't faith-based, right, just a group of sisters that ain't going, that's not going to let you say no, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is so dope. Mm-hmm. Definitely will be back in August. I want you to join. I want you to link up. But I definitely think that we need people to help push us because we'll get mm-hmm. comfortable, <laughs> especially if the money coming in right and we eating good, you know, it's like, I'm good over here, mm-hmm. you know. I, no, but it, we're, we're meant for so much more. So I would say, and also extend yourself some grace. We talked about that yeah. earlier, right? Don't be so hard on yourself. Like if you're putting one step forward every day, right, mm-hmm. you're, you're mm-hmm. moving forward. You're, you, so we feel like we have to do so much, and it's got to be Instagram uh, worthy. It's that, nah, like real life is real life. So if you're give yourself, extend yourself some grace and understand that, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? This thing ain't going to happen overnight. Life is a journey, a journey that's to be enjoyed. So slow mm-hmm. down, baby. <laughs> slow yeah. down, baby. You know what I mean? Like, like, like enjoy. Life is to be enjoyed. I, I got a client, uh, Dr. Mynesha White, one of my, my clients. She just, she, we call her the life and leadership uh, doctor. She talks about having that work-life harmony, right? And one thing that I learned from her was we work ourselves into the ground. Like my company's called the Hustle Agency. And, I'm, you know, for me, I'm a hustle, hustle, hustle. That's the way I've been since I was younger. But really, we're so busy hustling. Are we living? Are we living? Mm-hmm. Are we really, like, stopping to, to – when's the last time you stopped and checked on your grandma or your auntie or went to go to a, a fish fry and hang out or, mm-hmm. you know, go chop it up with your homeboys that you ain't seen in a while? Not because you're too busy hustling. You're too mm-hmm. busy – like, that, that, uh, the hustling is important, right? But we got to mm-hmm. stop and smell the roses, extend yourself some grace and slow down, right? Mm-hmm. If, if, if it's of God, God is never in a rush. He's never in a hurry. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, if it's of God, you're not going to feel all stressed and it got to happen yesterday. Like, as long as you're putting one foot in front of the other and you know that you're putting good out into the world and you're letting your light shine and, you, and, you're, and you're living your, according to the will of God, like living out your assignment, what your assignment, because we, we're all here to serve, so we, we, we know that's all our why. We have the same why. We're here to serve. But what is your assignment? So once you know you're in line and in tune with your assignment, enjoy it. Like, don't be so stressed out with, it's got to be, I have to have this many letters behind my name. I have to, you know, have a five-bedroom, 47-bath in the Atlanta suburbs. And Nah, like, listen, listen. Whatever happiness is, whatever peace is for you, that's what you should be striving for. Like, after, right, answering the call on your life, do that. But take one step at a time and, and, and extend yourself grace and extend grace to the people around you. Like everybody might not be where you at, right? And, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. You may be the person in your family that's going to be that light for everybody. You might be the reason that that little cousin, whoever does what does something because that she wanted to do because she saw you be fearless enough to do it. But I would say extend yourself some grace, get you a good accountability partner, and get surround yourself with um, people who are doing better than you. It's like we always feel like, oh no, I, you know, I got to be the boss of the group. I got, I, you know, I, I, I got to show up. And no, like I want to be in a group where I, I'm, I'm the one who's making the least amount of money in this group, because I, that's the women I want to learn from. That's the people I want to learn from. I want to be surrounded by wealth and abundance and and joy mm-hmm. and peace and happiness. So you got to watch mm-hmm. who you surround yourself with. And if you surround yourself with a bunch of naysayers and, and doubters, and then of course you're going to feel that way, right? Because when you're, when mm-hmm. you're in, a, in a negative space, you feel negative. Like if, if you're somewhere that feels grimy, you're going to feel grimy. But just, just really extend yourself some grace, get you a good accountability partner, and you've got a journal. 
like really, really journal. I just I haven't I haven't even released it yet. I'm releasing it on Thursday. I have a new journal called Start Fresh. It's on Amazon right now. Um, well, I'm gonna send you. I'm, I'll send you both a copy. Um, I want to send you both a copy. And it and it's a blank journal yeah. where you just go write freely. It's free form for you to just flow. No lines. Stop worrying mm-hmm. about everything. Got to be perfect. We got to write perfectly in the lines. No, if you if it's a sketch that God puts on your heart, sketch it out. Right. There are some promptings in there about the Holy Spirit, but really start to just journal. Journal, mm-hmm. journal, journal, like pour out and then go back every Sunday, right? You go back, and, and, and there's another thing that I have I do with my coaching clients as a part of our Start Fresh initiative, and we have what's called the elements of the extraordinary. And every Sunday, you write something in these areas, and we talk about how setting intentions, powerful intentions is more important or more fruitful than setting goals, right, because it requires action. So there's a whole worksheet and a workbook that goes with that that I'll send to you guys as well. But I would say definitely stay connected. You know, let's stay connected, and I'll send you guys some things to work on. But more importantly than anything, just journal, get a good accountability partner, surround yourself with uh, positive people, like-minded people. First and foremost, put God first, right? Have a relationship with God. If you don't, if you don't, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. You got wow. this. Like, don't doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself. You got this. Like, 1,000%. The only thing that can stop you is you. Absolutely. <laughs> C.S. Bailey, you are without a doubt. Undeniably, you are the guest of the season. I I appreciate yeah. all my Anytime mm-hmm. I take out paper and write down notes, you are nothing but the truth. So I appreciate Thank you all so much. I thank you all for hanging in there with me through this flu. It messed me up in the beginning, and then I can hear the Holy Spirit say, girl, get yourself together. Tell Will. Let me say it again. Hold on. He said, say it again. Let me, look, let me go look at my note here. He said, transforming you from the inside out. Girl, I wow. Yeah. So how can people find out more about the Hustle Agency and you follow you and work with you? How can, how, how can you share that information with us? Follow me everywhere at I am <laughs> follow me everywhere at I am C S Bailey or you can follow us everywhere at the Hustle Agency. That's the one thing that we have to start doing with our businesses and our brands is that we, we build on broken foundations, right? We yeah. we have to make sure that our brands are extraordinary, right? Mm-hmm. Stop using mm-hmm. Gmail for your business, right? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of things that um that we that I coach people through when we build your brand. We build your brand from start to finish, everything from your logo, your website, your social media, your uh, but we build you for we build you first. <laughs> we build your solid foundation first, and then we make sure that everything across the board is the same, so that when you get on a podcast in the future, you can say, "Follow me everywhere at I am real." <laughs> like you know that. what I'm saying? And then make okay. sure your colors are the same, your fonts are the same, no different than a Verizon, a Walmart, or whoever, because this is our season. So when we yeah. step out, right, things are a little bit different for us. We've we got to go the extra mile because we are people of color, because we yeah. are women. So we want to make sure that our brands are extraordinary. So if you're ready to build an extraordinary brand or an extraordinary life, follow at your girl, C.S. Bailey. Follow me everywhere at I am C.S. Bailey. Wow, I like that. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to reach out to you too because I know you can. Help. You already have, so I'm definitely. Oh, listen. Gonna, I appreciate. Yeah, I, I know the lives that you're going to touch. Well, I was thinking about you with like the clients that I brand. How they, um, I make them go through like a rebranding, but they're sort of doing it themselves. And I was like, wow, what if I had somebody who could really do, you know, do that and work with them through that? So I think there's some great. Um, opportunities for us to partner Ooh. together to really help help people. You know, I do the we do the the physical branding of your business and really helping to build a, a billion dollar brand. But 
it really starts with you because you, people don't realize you are the brand. Yeah. You are the brand. Yeah. And you got to yeah. look like it. Like, you got to look like money. And I've seen the women you transform. I'm like, ooh, baby. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you yeah. got something here. But the other thing I see that um, I was going to talk to you about later, but I'm going to go ahead and put it out in the atmosphere right now, is I want to see products with your name on it. I want to see shampoos and, 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 and uh, uh, different beauty products with your, yeah. with your symbol and your icon on it. And that's something that I do that I help my clients do packaging. And okay. it's time for us to own things. It's time for us to become mm-hmm. big brands. You are a big brand. You've, you've spent a whole – see, it took you a whole lifetime to get here. Now okay. this is your – your, it's, it's harvest time. <laughs> it's time for you to re- – so you're talking about I'm too old. No, it took you a lifetime to get here, right, mm-hmm. for you to learn things so that now in this stage of your life you could blow it out of the water. So I see you absolutely building um, a beauty brand, and, and I definitely want to help you to do that. So let's step out, man. Let's, let's, let's rock this thing out and, and make – let's give people something to talk about. Come <laughs> on. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you all so much for having me. Thank you so much. And thank I definitely you for coming. Thank you so much. And listen, I'll be 1,000% better the next time when I don't have the flu. Just imagine me without the flu. You, you're going to uh, oh, you're gonna have to bring in the hoses, the hose the place down, because I'm going to set it on fire. But thank Whoop. you for hanging there with me through this flu. But I would be, I would be absolutely delighted and blessed to come back. Um, again, I'm, I'm launching um, this new Start Fresh movement. I'm going to be traveling all around the globe um, to, to talk about starting fresh and, and allowing yourself to be led by the Holy Spirit. And um, I, I'm, I'm launching this on Thursday, so you'll see a lot of things coming out. So I'd be, I, I would be so blessed to come back to share um, share with you the, the things that have happened. And I got a bunch of people I want you to interview too, by the way. I got a plug for a couple of my clients. <laughs> please, please, <laughs> because I, please. I want them to come yeah. in and just speak with you guys um, as well, because there's a lot of people um, out there, uh, Kim Dorsey and, and um, Pastor Veronica Dixon, and just some dope yeah. women, uh, Dr. Mynesha, uh, Dr. Apostle Kofi from Ghana, just some really, uh, Dr. Joanne Spence out of Trinidad, Tobago, and some sisters doing some bad stuff. So I want you to interview interview my squad. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Thank you so much, so much. We appreciate you. Uh, your family now, your family now, so I can't wait to have you absolutely. back home. And your family. <laughs> I feel the same. I feel the same. We can folk, and I'm going to be on you. So, you listen, okay. that accountability partner, I'm about to kick y'all butts. Let's go. Like, it's time okay. to go. Like, <laughs> listen, right. listen, it's time to push. It's really time to move forward. And let's start fresh. It's time. It's time. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Take care. Right. I'll talk to you soon. Yes, Bailey. Bye-bye. All right. Yeah. All right. Did you learn a lot? I did. I did. I learned a lot. Wow. I took notes, and a lot of things were confirmed that I've been writing down or thinking about or um, telling my friends, you know, some things that I told him, you Mm -hmm. know, but, you know, I took away a whole lot, a whole lot of gems. And this is the third time, like she said, you can always hear, like, It'll be right in front of your face, and you Uh keep bypassing and bypassing. And Mm -hmm. one thing I've heard three times today was extend myself grace, give myself grace, and she's the last person today. Yeah, my therapist said it, and I was watching, like, something on TV, and they just said it, and I was like, okay, okay, okay. And then she just said it to me 
personally like extend yourself grace. And so that's what I'm going to be doing. That's 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 what I'm working on now. All right, all right. So I love you know, it. I know you got friends there, but you know your crew in Virginia. We always here for you, and we're holding you. Absolutely. We're your accountability partners, partners here too. Can't wait to see Absolutely. you in a couple of weeks as well. Well, you know what? Yeah. That is our time. We actually got what just a few seconds actually left. But um, next week, make sure you tune in the, the guest that we had, Ms. Shauna Epps. She's coming back to talk about the real purpose of self. Um, hopefully, you'll be able mm-hmm. to join us again um, if you're not busy. Yeah. Okay, I would love to have. I love having you on the show. Love having you on the show. Um, but let's you. talk a little bit later. Conversations were great. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I was saying that um, love having you on the show, and I definitely want to talk to you a little bit later um, about some things that she said that you know kind of touched me, and I want to I want to talk to you about it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, <laughs> I do you know. have any closing remarks? Um, I would just say you know the same thing that that I was you know, just deliver it, download it, how they say, deliver it to me, extend yourself grace in this season. If you're going through a season and you're not sure what to do, what you're doing, if you're doing it right, if you're doing it wrong, just give yourself grace. Wake up, ask God what he wants you to do, and just keep it moving. He'll guide you. He'll guide you. All right. So that's the show tonight, everybody. Make sure that you tune in, stay blessed, and have a fabulous rest of the weekend. Week. Good night. Thanks for tuning in to tonight's show I hope you get a chance during the week to visit our site at livewithwill.com For up-to-date show information including exclusive opportunities and exciting upcoming interviews Be sure to tune in next week, same place, same time For another informative show of real people, real topics, real talk Let's face it 